this is being recorded on September 14th. They hit the internets on September 15th. The Ides of September. Oh, uh, oh. You can follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlue. So this week we have our old friend Jarrett, also known as WFAN Trades, as a guest on the podcast. We get into everything. Uh, some football. Uh, we talk about the beauty of DirecTV. Jim Harbaugh eating his snots. And uh, someone on Twitter who loves to talk about what he eats. We'll, we'll get into all of that. But before we jump into Mr. Uh, WFAN Trades, we have our, our sponsor here. I've been telling you about Seat Swap. You know Seat Swap. Oh, yeah, Brian, we, we know. But you might be asking one question. What is Seat Swap? What is Are You tell me. What is Seat Swap? Yeah, even Mike Francesa sometimes wants to know, what is Seat Swap? Yeah, you heard about it, Francesa, Con. You heard it here. But again, what does Seat Swap actually do? Well, that's where I come in and explain it a little further for you. It's pretty basic, but also kind of genius. Think about it. It's a platform that connects real fans, not anonymous brokers or bots pushing up marked tickets, but real people so they can trade swap tickets with each other. Think of it like season ticket insurance. You pay all this money up front to the team's starting quarterback, ruptures his Achilles in week one the whole season, and your money go down the toilet. But it's with seat swap, it's like having tickets to all your favorite events, even if they're the Brooklyn Nets, which, you know, you really got to rethink uh, priorities in your life. But you can take the seats you already have paid for, and yet ones you actually want, whether it's sports, music, theater, or something like Circus du, Circus du Soleil. There we go, Brian. Christ almighty. It's up to you. Works like this. You tell SeatSwap seat swap what tickets you want have on hand or are looking to trade away. Then you select the ones you want to trade for. And like you've introduced the scores of fans just like you, you have tickets that you want and the, and the seats you want. SeatSwap combines the ease of finding tickets to the events you love with the fun excitement of negotiating in a deal that works best for you. Who doesn't want that? So right now SeatSwap is giving tickets. They're giving red ticket blues. Tickets, SeatSwap tickets. I mean, there's so much confusion. There shouldn't be. That's my fault. Um, they're giving listeners their show uh, an opportunity to be the first site to anyone to get their hands on it. I mean, yeah, that's like being the first person to own an iPod in 2003. Not only be the coolest kid in the block, but you'll also be able to talk shit to the founders of, C- founders of SeatSwap, Dan and Josh. Tell them what you like, what sucks. And not only that, but if you thought to yourself, well, Brian, there's no way this could possibly get any better. Well, you're wrong because it does. You're also going to be, if you're a season ticket holder, C-Swap's going to give you the chance to become a verified member, just like having a little check mark on Twitter, but better. When you become a verified C-Swap member, you're going to get a ton of perks like per preferred status, among other users, the ability to swap for free and exclusive access to premium features. So I've done enough selling for C-Swap right now, okay? So there's only one thing for you to do, and that's go to SeatSwapTickets.com. SeatSwapTickets.com. That's SeatSwapTickets.com. I'm going to continue saying it until your ears bleed. SeatSwapTickets.com. Because everyone loves free shit. So, here's Jared. All right, folks, you know him. He is Jared, WFAN Trades. Sir, how are you today? Good. How are you? (laughs) Very good. That's such a professional (laughs) way. Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's it's first time. Yeah, whatever. It's, <laughs> so, uh, Jared, thank you for coming back. It's it's always a pleasure. Um, now we both have something in common right now. We have both we're both uh, Northeast guys, and we've moved out of the Northeast area. I, as people know, in California. I mean, the world knows. I am in California, and uh, you are. Do we want to reveal where you are? You are in. in 
in the southern United States, correct? <laughs> I am in the uh, great state of Georgia, okay. about 45 minutes outside of uh, Atlanta, or the ATL, as not me calls it. I don't know. People call it that, but not me. How many times uh, a day about, are you, do you call it the ATL? I I flip back and forth between the ATL and Hotlanta. It's, that's I, I keep it real. That's what I do. I can't see those words ever coming out of your mouth. No, of course not. <laughs> um, so we, we've both started to experience, uh, because uh, you were telling me you just got direct TV before we started here, um, experiencing an NFL Sunday, because we all experienced it this week, and and I uh, as well. Tell me, what is it like uh, getting to see all of the games at once thrown in your face? Magical. It was. I I, tweet, I tweeted it out. It was. It was. It was one of the most amazing sports things I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It was. It was ridiculous. It was. You know, prior to the game starting, they have the CBS pregame dog shit show and then they have the fox dog shit show mm-hmm. so i wasn't watching those but as i was flipping through it's like game mix one four four boxes and then game mix two is eight boxes and i was like whoa whoa hold on they're going to show all the games on these channels and you could just you could just watch them all at once that's what's gonna happen. i the, the it was like discovering cable like 25 years ago like i couldn't believe what was happening before me um, and then the game started and it was, it was even another level of ridiculousness. It's, it's just so much game coming at you. <laughs> I know that sounds incredibly stupid, but, uh, they have game mix one, which is the four chat, four games at once. They have game mix two, which is eight games at once. They have the red zone channel. They have the fantasy channel. And then obviously every individual game, um, if you want to zoom in, uh, so to speak, on each individual game, it's so much fucking football. It's just, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> what's funny is, you know, this podcast should probably be like 10 years earlier, as some people are listening to right. this being like, do you, we're, do you, we're the only two assholes without this. I, real, I get that. But <laughs> being like, do you assholes know this existed way before you guys ever talked about it on <laughs> September 14, 2016? But here's the thing: if you've gone to a bar, or yeah, eh, exactly. you know, maybe not Buffalo Wild, you know they have the game on. But I think you kind of just like, hey, there's the Saints game, or there's the whatever game. You kind of get lost in the fact that the games are just on. But when you're controlling it, and when you're an idiot like the remote with the remote, like I am, where I just can't stop changing the channel, I, I it was ridiculous. I, I changed the channel fifty times between checking in on, you know, I'm a Giants fan, but checking in on the Jet game, checking the fantasy stuff, going back to the four games. Um, as I mentioned before, my, my dad actually came over and was watching the game with me. We popped on, I think it was Game Mix 2, which was the eight channel, uh, eight games at once. Game. And we were watching for, yeah, eight games, of, you know, stupid that sounds. Um, <laughs> so we were watching for like five minutes. He like turns to me, he's like, this is too much. Like, this is way too much stuff coming at me and I'm like, all right, let's go back to four. Let's see if we can handle four. You know, you got the jet game on in the top right hand corner. Um, we watched that and then we, we popped into individual games. It all settled down once the giant game came on. Right. It was like, okay, we can take a, we can take right. a little bit of a breath. You get to the four o'clock games, everything slows down a little bit. Right. Well, and this week they had, what was it? Nine games at one and three games at four. Or four thirty, but I 
I don't know. There's probably a very good reason for that. I, that seemed a little lopsided, but. The problem with going out to like a sports bar or whatever, you also have that like swivel head action where you have to turn your fucking head around for everything. It's like, oh, oh, the Browns scored. Oh, they did. Oh. And then look this way. It's, it's, it's annoying. And now you, you have the Back to the Future 2 like thing where you sit down and you're like, yeah, give me channel 17, 24, 95. And you just sit there and they all pop up like you're Marty McFly Sr. Right. That's true. Yeah. And then the problem, if you do fantasy I've, I've cut it down time in two well let me let me put it this way this is what i said to my dad my dad goes why would you want all these channels i'm like well number one if you're like me you you know you're an out-of-town fan that's number one number two is fantasy and number three is gambling those are that's it i mean those are the so if you want to if you're if you're gambling and you want to torture yourself with every game you know that's one way to do it and then obviously fantasy is a whole nother you know animal over here um but yeah, it used to be like, oh, I'm just checking the app or I'm checking my laptop or whatever. This past week, the ESPN app shit the bed the entire oh, yeah, that, game. That, that was, that was uh, enormous Twitter news. People were uh, going crazy about the ESPN football fantasy app. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would have think they would have prepared for it, but <laughs> I, I, who I, who am I to judge? I, I you can judge this, this, this entire podcast is about judging. I do it every I, yeah. <laughs> I, I read somebody's tweet on it. They're like, it was very simple, and it had hundreds of retweets. They go, you had seven months to work on this. Like, what were you doing? Yeah, I saw another one that actually got a ton of retweets, too. It was very simple. It just said, get your shit together. Get your shit together, right? Do you remember back in yeah. the day? I mean, this is talking how old we are. Do you remember back in the day? This is going back to probably uh, we're around the same age, so I'm thinking uh, late high school, early college of actually calling up a number to get the scores. I don't know how Utah State did because I watched so many of their games. I need to know what's going on in the third quarter there. I mean, that yes, it seemed like a hundred years ago. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. But I'll, t- I'll do you one better. I was was one of the only kids in my high school who got the Motorola beeper with the sports scroll, oh, sto- you know, scores you on it. Fucking oh, badass, dude! dude. The, the Titans won yesterday. Get out of here, did they? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, or not the Titans at the time? The you know the oh, only exists. That's the, right. Uh, <laughs> right. All right. Um, what do you call it? Yeah. So that was, uh, that I remember was, that, was that being, changer. I remember that being advertised, but I, I always wanted to be like, I want to get that. No way I'm going to spend money on that, but God damn it. That would be cool. I, I knew a kid at the, at the, at the wireless place who hooked me up for a cool $500 or whatever I paid for it. <laughs> at the time it was the most, I was like, well, this is the smartest investment I've ever made until, you know, like five months later when like, you know, the internet came out or whatever it was, <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh, this, this is incredibly stupid. Like, uh, <laughs> Five months later when you could actually then move on to the, the game center part where you could just watch pass 10 yards right. now to 35. <laughs> okay. Direct TV. Um, I guess with, with other, um, if you don't have direct, somebody told me that they have, if you have red zone on another network, I should say, if you have red zone on Comcast or yep. Xfinity or whatever, I guess you get some other Joe, uh, telling you about all the games, but we with direct TV get Andrew Siciliano with his enormous yes. ears. Uh, <laughs> my, what I always wonder, forget about his ears. They never stop. They go all day uh, long. Are there commercials? Maybe I'm missing them. 
They're no, I mean that that's their thing because if you remember, like they do, you know, sometimes they'll jump into a game, and the yeah, game will go to like a Ford commercial. Yeah, so I, I don't. I it, I think there's a bucket under the desk. I think I think that's what it is, and <laughs> I, don't know. I can't prove that. Don't ask me to prove that, but I mean, yeah, um, yeah, because they say you know we don't do commercials, you know, and, and that that is a long fucking stretch, right? That's yeah, from that is that's from like twelve fifty. You know, twelve fifty Eastern to like what seven? He goes right seven, up close. Yeah, it's about seven thirty or so, I think, because they usually cut out like, the last like five minutes of the last game uh, of the day right, before right. the Sunday night game. That's a long time, and he's got to be abreast of everything going on too. Like, okay, but and then and I love when he's when he's like the, the 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 who's the guy that does a composer sort of. He's like, all right, take away that camera. All right, we want that one. TV, <laughs> take away that one. Or right, now we're gonna go full screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to this. All right, give me the. But here's the thing, and and you, this is a very. This is, I can't believe I'm even saying this. this is embarrassing. Yeah. When they go to a game, you know, if you're watching a golf event, and Mike used to uh, remember Mike Francesa. Yeah, he would uh, <laughs> kind of rag on this, it, like in a golf event. They're like, all right, let's cut to the guy in 88th place. You're like, all right, let me guess, he's gonna fucking hole it from 125 yards. Like, why else would they be going? to to the guy there with the red zone that's not always the case because sometimes they're like you know let's say from the 35 like all right you know drew Brees is back and back we're gonna cut right there and then it's like an eight yard completion you're like oh shit i thought we were gonna see a touchdown <laughs> a little trickery right there like you know it, it's not always like the thing like all right we're gonna get out of the saints game we're gonna go into the you know, into the Lions game or something like that. It's it's funny because I, all I could think about was the golf thing when they're like, you know, uh, you know, when Mike would complain about the Masters and they're showing the guy in last place, you know, a hole in one on a par three. Like, they can't, they can't all be winners. I mean, you know, I mean the red the red zone channel. Listen, we all associate it with being in the red zone, taking care of business, amazing, you know, just exciting plays. They can't all be. You're gonna get like Titans versus. Uh, I was gonna, man, I'm following in you. I was about to say Titans versus Oilers, Titans versus right, yeah. <laughs> Titans versus the Texans. You know, and and they're not. There's not right. a big play. It's gonna be a two yard run. They're just gonna fall down. It, it happens. Right, but. But the good news is he bails on that within within a minute. He's like, "All right, boom, we're going yeah. to uh, you know." Yeah, you saw him going out there, game. and then not much. So, uh, right. <laughs> it's an interesting. Oh uh, yeah. So, I, so, so in in conclusion, the Giants uh, won, and the Jets lost. No, yeah, that's, that's where I was going to go next. Now you are a Giants <laughs> fan. Uh, not to break yeah. down the entire game. But uh, you saw the Giants. What did you think against this Cowboys team that, you know, that, you don't like good, but, I mean, you hear enough Cowboy fans rant and rave that you think they're winning the Super Bowl every year. So you have to, like, look at them and be like, well, what the fuck are they? They look like shit, but these guys right. must be something that I don't see. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I thought Prescott played pretty good. I mean, he was – He didn't throw any I, deep I, I don't know. balls. He didn't throw any deep balls. He's not ready. <laughs> He's not ready. Um, I don't know. Listen, divisional games, especially Giant Cowboys, they're always close. Like, you know, somebody on Twitter is like, oh, the Giants barely beat the Cowboys. Like, that's always a tight game, you know. Um, I thought Elliot, Ezekiel Elliott looked pretty good. Um, Giants defense was, uh, I don't know, it's spotty. I mean, I, I almost said bend but don't break, but I, I think I'd punch myself in the face if I said bend but don't break because, well, you know, it's – 
just keep that thing. Get you a job in the studio when you start throwing out. Yeah, yeah. They bend, but don't they didn't break. Uh, that's essentially what they did. They bent, but they didn't break. Um, yeah, and and Terrence Williams, for some reason, I have no idea, decided not to run out of bounds at the end and made sure he stayed in bounds with a great picture of Des Bryant pointing. Of all people, Des Bryant pointing <laughs> yeah. out of bounds, go that way. And he, he grabbed the ball and fell down, and for some reason he thought they could run up to the line and spike it with four seconds left in the game. Definitely. Um, I just, uh... And, yeah, and the Giants just, listen, I said I said this after. I don't know who I said it to, but I feel like that's just the thing I was supposed to say. I said this after. I said after the game, that's a, that's a game the Giants lose like 100% of the time, like in the last, you know, under Tom Coughlin. Right, like they right. always lose that fucking game. And you're like, oh, God, that was a heartbreaker. We should have won that. And, well, they won. So, one and out. This is completely relevant to the game. I talked about this uh, the, the, on Twitter and on the last podcast. Did you have a problem with the tickle party between Odell Beckham and Des Bryant before the game? I wish they would have done it in the locker room. That sounds even worse. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> else do you want to see there, you fucking pervert? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was a little, a little much. I, see, here's the thing: I don't have a problem with them throwing the ball to each other. Yeah, neither do like, I. Hey, you know, you know, the t- I, don't know, I could do without the tickling. I, I just, I hate tickling. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a Seinfeld thing, right? I hate the tickling. She was a tickler, <laughs> George, a tickler. <laughs> a tickler, a tickler. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I know. Listen, I make a bigger thumbs deal down. Out. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? What Cut Beckham. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> it's something that I, I feel like I'm old, uh, but beyond my years sometimes when it comes to the, the, the fraternization between other players. I right. like you said, I have no issue if they're like, hey, you know what? We hang out in the off season, we train the off season, we know we have the same agent. None of this I know is true at all. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, I. I believed you. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. I do not listen to anything I really say in these podcasts. Very little <laughs> preparation or fact checking is involved. Um, so, uh, I have no issue with them throwing the ball, like just like you said. But the tickling, man, that is just such a bad, like, especially such a violent game like football, where you want to just beat the hell out of the other person. I gotta be like a teammate, being like, "What was he doing? He he was tickling. They were do? they were tickling each other." So I mean, it has nothing to do with, with the 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 content of the game, the the conclusion, anything like that. I just I was just wondering. I, I noticed a lot of Giant fans were silent on it, so that made me think they did not like it, but they didn't want to get into it. Do you think this will be a new pregame ritual? Best wide receiver <laughs> versus best wide receiver tickle fight, play catch. Oh God, let's go get them. What if that's a new NFL tradition? Yeah, that's that's something. I hope they put that all over social media. NFL tickle Sunday hashtag. Tickle oh. Sunday. Oh God, Antonio Brown's tickling Julio Jones. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know what to say about that. But the Giants. Let's, you know what? Let's revisit that later on. Yeah. Well, let's see how the season, season goes. See if tickling becomes a thing, or is that just an isolated incident? Um. <laughs> What was I going to say? The Jets, the Jets game, I didn't see a ton of just because there were a ton of games going on. So I sort of was all over the place. I was actually looking a lot in the Eagles and Browns game just because I found that game intriguing. My wife kept asking me, why do you keep going back to this game? And I kept saying, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But the Jets, uh, 
This is a game that I thought they I, – I, like I said before, I mean, I hate saying that it's a must win on the first game of the season, but you see their schedule. It's rough, man. It's rough. They needed to beat this team, and they – Nick Folk. Ugh, that's, uh, is yeah. Um, like you said, same thing. I, I was – I kind of checked in. I didn't really watch uh, down for down. I, I feel like every time I turned it back on, Andy Dalton was throwing a 50-yard pass to uh, – A.J. Green, who's mm-hmm. making a ridiculous catch. I don't know how many times that happened, but I, I felt like, I was like, Jesus, how many catches does this guy have already? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sounded, listen, I, I was listening to the NFL, or he, he doesn't use the word NFL. What's Mike's Sunday show? <laughs> NFL today, not the NFL. I, <laughs> I, I would Football admit, Sunday. I, Football Sunday. That's, <laughs> and that's another thing, the NFL. I mean, they're, they're, they're jealous. They're, 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 they're a bully, and they've taken that away from me, too. Was that your mic or your dog? Uh, uh, that was terrible, right? I'm not, I'm not good at that. Yeah. Take it whatever way you want. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he, of course, Ira in Staten Island was the first caller on Sunday morning. Uh, and he started off with saying, listen, uh, Mike, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to do the imitation now. Um, you know, this is a, a must win. And then, you know, they kind of, Mike ragged on him a little bit. Um, you know, but the point is not, you can't, you can't say it's a must win in game one of the year, but the Jets schedule is really fucking oh, hard. Yeah. So uh, against Cincinnati at home, you should, you should win the game, but I mean, I don't know. And now, just play tomorrow at Buffalo. They, right? they play at Buffalo. Rex always had a. He already had a press conference where he swore a lot, which I'm sure Mike was very unhappy about because he did not like right. that hard knocks with all the swearing. You know, a guy for who came up in all these systems and basically was you know assistant coach and all this shit. You would think he would not like blush when swearing was right. involved. Like he, dude, he was, what, sucking at the teat of Bill Parcells, but at the same time is, like, offended by swearing. But I thought I'd just throw that in anyways. Well, the biggest, the two things, the biggest swearing issue lately that he had, is this what you were talking about? Was LeBron at the, uh, at the fucking, whatever they did, at the parade. Oh, you know, God, when he was big, like, big deal. You know, like he was, Mike was like, I mean, you know, because I know what it was, a caller came in, and said, you know, LeBron's a horrible role model. And Mike went on to praise him, said he's the best player in the game, and then ripped him for five minutes about cursing, and there was children, and, and you know, the kids are harmed, and that was horrible. But then he circled back and said it's not that big of a deal. LeBron's a great guy. He does things for Cleveland. And just Cover all your bases. Talking in circles. Um, well, I, I do have a Rex Ryan question. Um did I read this correctly, that he got his lap band removed to support his brother? Did, did you hear about I this? I did not hear anything about this. Okay. Well, I hope you don't want me to explain it because I didn't click <laughs> on the link on the article. I just... Boy, Jared, I, it's like you do my podcast. It's like I'll throw a headline yeah. out there, and it's like, details very lacking. Saw this headline on Twitter. <laughs> Who knows if it was complete satire or what? I I think it was on ESPN. Okay. And it said something like Rex, that's what it was, like Rex removes his lap band to support his brother, which for what it reason? doesn't make any sense. Supporting well, because, what? Well, Rob's really fat, right? <laughs> so what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I do have a computer in front of you. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, let, me, let me keep talking there. I'll, let me see if I can find something about this. Yeah, I, I to support his, I mean, that was the point of him not being fat anymore was to get, was right. Rex 
Uh, also of note, I think tomorrow is the, don't they do the color rush? The really awful, they pick a color and they wear like the same color. You are right. Uh, uh, remember uh, those? You're right on both the cords. You are right. They're, they're wearing different jerseys. I did see something along those right. lines at the color rush. And I'm sure Michael has some problem with that. Uh, <laughs> Rex removes his band for his brother and Bob to win more games. Uh, I told him. So he wants to be fat. Right. <laughs> He said, I told him, we'll figure out, figure this out together without, in parentheses, uh, one more game than did with it in. Uh, really, uh, I'm, it's lacking logic uh, to me, honestly. <laughs> no yeah. way. Really? <laughs> and then it shows them riding a bicycle together, which I get it. They're fasting <laughs> a bicycle together. Um, yeah, that was the only quote in the article, I guess. According, this is, uh, yeah, I told him we'll figure this out together. Plus, I won more games without it than I did with it. Uh, I just don't. I I have no idea what the fuck that means. I'm sorry I brought it up. because I. <laughs> no, no, I'm actually glad you brought it up. I, I still don't understand what it means. But, like, what is his, okay, according to the Post, Ryan said he learned some habits that can keep him off the weight without the lap band, which helped him lose more than 100 pounds. But as Ryan revealed to ESPN last month, he actually gained 30 pounds since Rob joined the Bills coaching staff. Oh. So he gained weight when Rob came in. He then said, reverse the lap band or remove the lap band because Rob helped me gain weight. So is this – this uh, the only conclusion I can gain from this is that they're going to lose weight together in some sort of, uh, you know, uh, unity and then go like nine and seven or eight and eight anyways. Uh, but this is a, this is an interesting story because I really don't understand it. <laughs> well, it could be the Buffalo thing, um, maybe eating a lot of Buffalo wings, uh, a lot of fried food, which previews into a, uh, a later topic on this podcast, which we won't, we won't spill the beans. <laughs> um, but, beans, uh, beans, beans are food. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it could be the Buffalo. It really could be the food. I, I went to school up in Buffalo. Um, I, it could be the wings. I mean, I don't know what they love their wings. I don't know. <laughs> That no. that is that is a very strange story. I, I had no idea that story, but all right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess another football story here. Roger Goodell, because you tweeted about this, that's why I'm bringing it up. Roger Goodell basically hinted that kickoffs are about to be an extinct species. Um, as the game started, I think it was the Jets game. You tweeted out uh, what uh, they 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 they. they if you get if it's a touchback, excuse me, I'm stumbling all over my. Th- I'm staring at the street and watching a car go by, and I completely. That's how that's how much <laughs> attention I have. A car drove by, and uh, I, I completely lost what I was saying. But uh, a touchback now is brought out to the 25 yard line, and I think right. Kenny Albert made it seem as if as if everyone knew that. I mean, come on. <laughs> and you tweeted out, yeah, you're, yeah. Like, you're like, please uh, retweet this or whatever if you knew, because uh, uh, we all did, right? Or so- something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. I, I have, I have no problem. I have no problem. Listen, I don't watch preseason NFL. So if they cover this in the, if they cover this in the, in the, you know, in the Falcons preseason games, I missed it. I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I didn't catch all the uh, local Falcons uh, preseason games. No, I had, I had absolutely no idea. I don't know. I, here's the thing. They, they moved, they moved the kickoff up. Was it last year or the year before? Right. To reduce the number of kickoffs or the number of kickoffs, the number of returns 
to reduce injury. That was, wasn't that like the reason? Yeah, exactly. Right? And now a kickoff comes out or a touchback rather comes out to the 25 rather than the 20. So, so they're, basi- what- they're basically saying you have more incentive to not run out and get your bell rung and sit in the end zone and you'll go five yards farther. That's what I'm why the fuck are we having kickoffs? That's, I, uh, that's basically what Goodell is saying, that it's it's going to be, you know, because the NFL talks out of both sides of its mouth. I mean, it is a violent, you know, animalistic sport. And the idea that we're going to try to make it safer is just, it's insane when you see Cam Newton getting knocked in the fucking head. And it's like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, concussion protocol, all that, all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it, I don't know. I, I just, now you, you hear, you hear Goodell say, and you've heard whispers about it before, and now Goodell is saying it straight up. You're almost just like, well, uh, it, it's about to happen. So. Yeah. And I think, uh, listen, I hate to give Mike credit on anything, but he said this like years ago. He, mm. he said when they, remember when they moved the, the, um, you know, when they moved it up a little bit, five yards to reduce the number of returns, he said, listen, this is an easy way to start fading out kickoffs because the league just does not want kickoffs. They find it unnecessary. That's where, like, these guys get paralyzed. Didn't uh, the Rutgers guy, right? Didn't he get paralyzed? I believe it it was. I believe it was, yeah. Right. I I mean, that was just one example. But I think there's been so many guys with you know, it's like serious fucking injuries. Cause I mean, in, re- in reality, it's, it's a play that goes nowhere or is the most mm-hmm. exciting play in football or, right. <laughs> and, or both of them, someone gets hurt really bad. Right. Right. Cause you have, but here's the thing. You have special teamers that like specialize that make the team just, you know, due, due to that, you know what I mean? Uh, due, due to, I mean, they can play other parts of uh, special teams, but, you know, gunners, right, they call them, that just sure. basically run down the field at 100 miles an hour and just try to annihilate somebody. Yeah, these like, special teams guys those... are animals. I mean, they, they yeah. really are. I mean, these are guys that they... – think about it. This is like war in those movies, like a Civil <laughs> War movie where you have – like, I mean, if you had a war now, it's like the guys are shooting at each other from like 20 miles away. But back in the day, like Civil War, <laughs> Revolutionary War, they're all running at each other, at least in the movies, with like bayonets and everything. <laughs> That's what this shit is like. It's fucking thousands of people running in, and this one is just amazing athletes just all running into each other. Someone, something's got to give. Yeah, I mean, I, do those guys make the team now if they eliminate? Like, are they eliminating roster spots? Like, you'd have to I think that I, they I, would be. You know what? Some of the, like the lesser guys on special teams would definitely lose jobs. You're right. They or would they? Yeah, no, they probably would. Exactly. Well, it, what what other team? I mean, what, you know, on a field goal or a PAT, they put or, most of the starters. I guess they could play out punt. There. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, punt. You're right, punt. But I mean, I feel like a lot of punts are fair caught anyways I mean, that's true that's another thing i don't know mandatory uh mandatory fair catches that that that'll that'll fair catches, right? it's just so people just start <laughs> kick yeah i know so the punter totally has if they're in the in the in the, the the game chair there i mean they could basically do whatever they want so right i don't yeah. know We'll see. We'll see. Um, the other, I'm glad we solved the issue. I'm glad we solved. <laughs> we, we talked around the issue for a good five minutes. Solved absolutely nothing. Uh, basically, so so it, obviously, let's move on. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about. I'm not an enormous college football fan. Now, are you getting into college football in the South? There. It is. It is amazing. The level of 
people that give a shit about college football versus the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Before, before I ask, like I, before, before you go on, did you like college football before you moved down there? In as much as I was a Michigan fan right. my whole life, as much as, you know, other people were Notre Dame fans, none of us ever went to Michigan or Notre Dame, like that whole thing, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, if you went, if you had your team. But, yeah, I mean, I followed college football, you know, I was – I'm a Michigan fan. I watch all the, I try to watch games on Saturday. I'll, I'll watch certainly the, you know, the playoffs and the ball games. I, I was a good college football fan down here though. Holy shit. It, it is like, I mean, and it's not just Georgia, it's Tennessee, it's Auburn, it's USC as they call it, which is South Carolina, which is maybe the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Trying to compare um, the two programs. Right. Um, yeah, so Auburn, I mean, I see a lot of Tennessee, um, Ole Miss. I, I'm, what I'm doing now is just naming all the SEC schools. You're totally uh, doing a really, Joe Mango yeah. thing where it's just like, oh, I remember that team. Yeah, Billy so-and-so, yeah, da 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 But it's on Saturday, like, if you go out, everybody's got, if they're not at the game, they've got their, you know, their shirts on and their hats or whatever, it's, I don't know. And they're, you know, the dopey flags on the cars, you know, the thing that hooks onto the car or whatever. It's amazing how, um, I don't know why I'm amazed that college football is popular in the South, but that and high school football, we have a, down the street, we have a football stadium that is like ridiculous. It's like, I don't know how many people have seats, but this beautiful parking lot, this big stadium. I'm like, this is high school football, right? Like, you used to like 50 drunk kids at a Friday. Oh, totally. Totally. It was, it was, it was, it, up in the Northeast, it's like the drunk kids going to the game. Basically, that's basically just the pregame. And you know what? You, you try to, <laughs> at least where I, I mean, you, you try to stay away from the whole crew of like parents and everything just because you don't want people to get yeah. thrown out. So you're sort of like leering on the side there, just like, yeah, yeah, we're smoking, <laughs> we're drinking. Yeah, that that's that's the way it is. Exactly. But like, I, I know. I mean, I've, I see the the movies. I re, I read Friday Night Lights. I see all the the games, the highlights. I just, it's still something that I don't understand. Maybe I, I'd have to see it to believe. I, I mean, I believe it. It's not like I'm questioning other people, but really, see to believe sort of situation. That's that's insane. Yeah, I mean, it, here, here's the thing, and, and this is not any bullshit. The the high school that's near us that I'm talking about, and including many other high schools in and around us, funnel talent to. UGA, Georgia, other SEC schools, and you, I can't off the top of my head, but these guys, I don't know if maybe a handful of them go to play in the NFL, but like a lot, like the quarterback at the local, like he will go to play college football somewhere. So that's why they have, I don't know, 10,000 people show up for a fucking high school football game, 10, which is un, un, unbelievable. I, I just, I can't even... I drove by the, the the field the other day. I was like, "Holy shit!" Mike, you would you you couldn't believe this. And they put a it's like a three million dollar stadium or something like that, which for, again for a high school complex is, is ridiculous. My high but, school uh, my high school team at home didn't even have lights, so they played on Saturday morning. <laughs> they played. Fr- they have the temporary. <laughs> they played Friday night lights when they were on the road. So it was like, hey, you going to the football game? I'm like, I'm not fucking waking up on Saturday morning to go to that game. I'm hungover from Friday night. Give me a break. 
So, like, I mean, uh, that's not fun going there at 11 a.m., like, sitting with parents selling, like, you know, like, uh, M&Ms and, and Snickers and popcorn <laughs> and hot dogs. And, you know, 11 a.m., I mean, am I really going to show up for drunk? And, I, and I, I'm from a small town, too, where I oh, did you see Brian? Oh, he was shit-faced at 11 a.m. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so it's but you're telling me your, your high school didn't have field turf on your... Uh, uh, no, no, no. Your... A lot of goose shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, no. no goose shit. Oh, yeah. A lot of keys. So yeah. the reason I bring up college football, though, uh, I, don't, I don't know where you stand on this. Uh, Michigan, you mentioned Michigan. Uh, Coach yeah. Karch, Karch, Jim Harbaugh, Coach Jim Harbaugh, Christ Almighty, Brian, um, has been accused of eating his own boogers. Now, aware of this? Uh, yeah, uh, he would never do that. He has denied. It's, it's false. He has denied that he has eaten his own boogers. I have to. <laughs> I have to ask you, Jared. Have you ever eaten your own boogers? When I was a, when I was a young child, I might have. I can't. I can't deny that. Uh, I think I was maybe a, a baby. Well, you know what? I'm, Don't ask. I, I'm going to admit. Don't I, ask I was older than a baby. I'll tell you. I was first grade, and uh, I got caught. I got caught eating my own boogers. I mean, I'm like Bismarck, oh. Bismarcky here eating boogers. Um, I uh, I stuck my head under the lunchroom table, this like long, you know, like almost hundred yard table. No one, no one would notice that my head was just under. And I was eating my boogers, and uh, two girls saw me and they laughed, and they didn't tell anyone or they, they didn't say anything, but they probably told everyone just so I could get accustomed to you know what females do. I should have known right from the beginning there. That's how it works. Right. So, uh, I, damn, I can't find the quote from Harbaugh, but he said it was more of a he was rubbing his nose, then he bit his fingers. It totally reminds me of uh, let me bring up Seinfeld again, the Seinfeld episode. It was where, a scratch. <laughs> exactly where you know there can be cons- there could be uh, you know misleading or misconception uh, involved in uh, you know picking your nose and eating it. Meanwhile, I. To spin off of that, but just if I may sneak this in, Michigan has looked unfucking believable so far. I know they've played, you know, Hawaii and Central Florida. I'm not or South Florida, whatever the hell it is. Um, they have they have annihilated. They were favored by 37 and 36 respectively, I think, in each games, and they covered. So kudos to them. But I mean, I you know, listen, they're playing the the minor leagues, if you will. But there's been a lot of these games where they bring in the, uh, you know, the shitty team and they either they, you know, Georgia beat the shitty team this past week, 26, 24. I mean, it's not right. a guarantee. And they lost, they dropped seven positions in the, in the rankings. So you, you better beat the shit out of them. Otherwise you're going to drop. Um, um, I don't know. I, I have high expectations for Michigan, but we'll see. We will see. We will see. Two and zero. Michigan looks good. Um, so let's yep. let's talk about this. Let's end it with this because we we've talked a while here. Let's let's talk about uh, a a minor Twitter sensation. And I know some people are probably like, yeah, I've never heard of this guy. This is not a Twitter sensation at all. But uh, I've sort of you. I, I've seen you uh, referencing this gentleman on Twitter and other people. <laughs> uh, I don't have uh, what is his name, but other other people on Twitter referencing this person. And this is... Oh, I have their names. Okay. I I was doing it as... Let's see. uh, Let's see. uh, 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 NJD107Nick and uh, Hot Hot Dogs and Beer. 
uh, at hot dogs and beers. Hot dogs yeah. and, and beers. Beers. Yeah. So, Somehow, I don't know how he got that Twitter name, by the way. Yeah, how is that available? I, that's a, hot dogs and beers? Like, how do you how do you corner that name? You would have thought that was taken, like, week three of Twitter. <laughs> like, like, day two of, of fucking Twitter. Like, <laughs> hot dogs and beers. Some baseball loon right. would have got that, I know. Um, really? we're, we're talking about Mr. Goody. Uh, now, yes. our, our nation is compelled, for whatever reason, by competitive eating, by Joey Chestnut, Kobayashi, all these people. Mr. Good Eats is sort of, you know, I, mean, I don't want to say he's local, because I think he's actually in, like, Southern California. Um, am I San Diego. San Diego, okay. Uh, but he loves food, and he wants to tell us about it. So you have been a big fan. What is it about Mr. Good Eats that gets you? Oh, God. All right. If I, if I laugh uncontrollably through this, it's because I can't believe I'm actually speaking about this. All right. So as we mentioned, NJD 107 kind of turned me on to him. He, he, you know, mentioned him passing me one day. Do you know about this guy? And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, it started with his Instagram page. So on his Instagram page, he broke down when I say he, Mr. Good Eats, um, kind of broke down his typical feast, uh, if you will, on Thanksgiving. And it was just amazing. It was, it was just all day food, all kinds of food. Just, and I was like, wow, this is like really a lot of stuff. <laughs> I almost said something else there, but, uh, yeah, really just a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, so you got to remember that that was under his thoughts and views webpage on Instagram. Um, so he, he was very into food. He'd kind of go to all different events. He would just eat a lot of food. That's kind of the basis of it. Then he created an account on Twitter called Mr. Good Eats. So Mr. Good Eats appreciates all the finest of unhealthy food, right? So Hooters, um, the San Diego County Fair loves Hooters, right? All different, you know, all you can eat Hooters nights, uh, whatnot. And I don't, I just, I'm amazed about how much food he can eat. And he's not, you know, he, he loves taking pictures. He loves having people take pictures of him wearing a Mets Jersey with jorts, um, Mets socks and a never Trump's, uh, button on his Mets Jersey. And he just goes throughout the country. He goes to different baseball games. He goes to Milwaukee. He was at City Field for the Piazza weekend. Um, he just goes everywhere and just fucking eats like a lot. And it's always in a hey, like um um this is good stuff. And it's like a picture of like a hot dog, a brat, and like a pretzel and a soda. It's like all right. I mean that's you know ballpark yeah, food. I wouldn't. Exactly. That's not exactly Smith and Walensky or anything. <laughs> but I mean it's, you know it's it is what it is kind of thing. Ben Benson's um, Steakhouse or anything like that. <laughs> right. Uh, so one of the other examples that like I said recently has become um, so July fourth, right? July fourth is really the turning point at the San Diego County Fair. What he did was spend the entire day there, and he ate the entire day. Um, NJD 107 and I calculated a little over 5,000 calories, maybe just short of 6,000 calories for the day. And it included everything. I mean, just there was, there was a Krispy Kreme donut, like picture two donuts with, I think two or three cheeseburgers in between. Um, think about what I just said, 
That's the two this, crispy I'm cream already, donuts. I'm, I think I just put on three pounds hearing what you just said. It's insane. Uh, all right. So, you know, and he, he gives step by step. Like, he'll post Twitter's uh, picture on yeah, Twitter. Exactly. Okay. I cut piece one. He cut it in quarters. Piece one, piece two, piece three. And here it is. It's gone. Um, he puts, he, like he says, uh, this is the remains of course one. Right. Right. This is the remains. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. There was there was uh, meatballs on a stick. There was uh, ice cream. There was fried Twinkies. There was hot dogs. It was it was a day full. And like I said, I think it was a little over five thousand calories. Again, not my proudest moment that I took part in trying to tally up how much he ate calories he ate on July fourth. Jared, what, what are you just, doing in there? <laughs> As I have a calculator with a big piece of paper Nothing, running just, out of the uh, calculator. Just, just uh, calculate calories some guy on Twitter. <laughs> Crunching numbers. Not a big deal. Um, so here's the thing. He is, and I've interacted with him. I've retweeted him. He's like the nicest guy totally. I think I've ever spoken. He couldn't be any fucking nicer. I am just, I hope he's okay. Like, I just, I hope he's I, I don't know. I hope his insides are okay. I just the way he eats, he should be four hundred pounds, but he's not four hundred. Exactly. He showed me a picture of him, and I mean, he's he's not fat at all. He's he's quite normal. He's a no, yeah, he's just a normal guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's not, you know, Mister Buff at the gym over here. But I mean, none of us are. He's right, just, exactly. He's just a normal well, looking guy. Yourself, but <laughs> but I just when you when you see somebody that has. Last night, uh, or last night, or no, Monday Night Football, maybe he went to Hooters and ate forty wings. I mean, I, I, I can't even. If I have eight wings or ten wings, I think I would be like, "Holy shit, my mouth is on fire!" Uh, you know, maybe a couple of beers, and that's the other thing. He doesn't drink alcohol. That right? is that's, so, that's an issue. That that could play a part in his intake. Right. So the the caloric intake, if you will, goes up. Uh, he reserves <laughs> stomach room. I think there was a whole discussion of what with hot dogs and beers. Does he coat his stomach first with milk? That's right. He that's before right. he, he eats that. because he's not eating just hey I'm just eating fucking cheeseburgers. It's I'm eating forty spicy wings from Hooters and then I'm gonna you know what I don't know what, what's going on in the stomach. Is it okay? Is it you know is it rumbling a little bit? That reminds me of like great outdoors where like uh, John Candy's eating the old mighty sixer and Dan Aykroyd's like listening. He's like, yes, processing nicely. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so lately it's been the Hooters thing. Now this has really started to catch on and I don't know if it's my fault. I don't know if it's NJD 107's fault. I don't know, but people are now starting to send him what they're eating. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, let's say they're making, I don't know, chicken Parmesan or something like that. And here's the chicken Parmesan. And he'll, he'll, he'll quote it, you know, as a retweet and said, Mr. Goodies loves chicken Parmesan, you know, with, with, a, with an emotic, you know, emoji thumbs up. Um, or he'll critique you and say, you know what? Not always the biggest fan of yeah. peanuts. I respect your choice. So it's, everything's not delicious, but he'll give you, He'll give you the thumbs up for for trying, uh, and he'll give you his feedback on it too. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Have MGE. We, so if, we, if you see MG, MGE, Mr. Goodies. Have we have we sweeping. asked him uh, if he is? He's not into competitive eating. He's just into eating a lot. 
right? Yes. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous <laughs> explanation. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's into eating a lot, not competitively, but enough to just, I don't know. And this barely is, not vomit. I don't know. <laughs> this is his pinned tweet, which is great. Remember, if I'm not tweeting, I'm eating. <laughs> which is, belongs on a T-shirt yesterday, by the way. I mean, that's. I'm surprised the barstool guys haven't stolen that T-shirt well, idea. Yeah. I mean, that would just be <laughs> absolutely add that with the Harambe ones. Um, <laughs> the Harambe. Yeah, the, the people that barstool cannot let Harambe die. I, 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 oh, more power to them. They're making money with it, but it's just. Uh, Nothing. At $28 a shirt, they're, they're not going to let it die until the fucking fun stops coming in. It could be it could be 50 years from now. If that's still selling, God bless them, like I said. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah, Mr. Goodeats. So definitely check that out, and that is at Mr. Goodeats on Twitter. Um, so he is gaining followers. I do like that he's actually <laughs> he's becoming a thing. He is, he is gaining followers. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. And Somebody asked me, like, oh, are you goofing on him? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I, 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 Like I said, I'm not making fun of him because I have nothing to make fun of. He's he's the very – seems like a nice guy. He's not a dick about anything. No, he's just, just – He loves food. He just loves food. The most ironic part, though, it, like, he, there's no irony. I don't know if that's a good explanation. But, like, he – everything that he labels, like, you know, quality good eats. And he was like, hashtag good eats on Instagram was one of his first posts. It was uh, one of those, not Jimmy Dean, but like those instant meat things that you put like a Philly cheesesteak, you know, in the microwave for 30 seconds with the bread. And then it comes out melted. Like that's not, it's like good eating. That's just like that's either your college student or I don't know. Like that's, his, oh, his, steakums. That's what it was. It was a fucking steakums. I'm like, that's hashtag good eats is not steakums in a microwave for 45 seconds. It's, I don't know, name a nice restaurant, but there's no irony in there. But he loves it. So who the fuck am I to judge? Exactly. <laughs> We're no one to judge. He, he's, he's just living there. And you know where he's living? He's living location at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's his location. Uh. So that you need him on this podcast tomorrow. I, I need to talk to him and find out what what is it that you <laughs> listen. And again, this isn't making fun at all. I just want to know no. why did you decide that you wanted to have a Twitter account just to talk about the Fuji? Because I listen, there are days that I will go on Twitter and I will not even see him in the timeline. I go, hey, I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> He's and he's I eaten. and I will put his name in. I mean, and I'm um, sorry. I like you said, he's not a Trump fan. I do the same thing with Donald Trump. I'm like, has he tweeted anything stupid lately? And and I'll put <laughs> his name in. And the same way I put in Mr. Goody. It's like, what is he eating? I want to know. <laughs> so it's 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 addicting. I I don't know. I I like I said. I, I hope his insides are okay. I mean, he eats. It's it's never it's apples or yeah. fruit or lettuce or anything. I it's not have like to, watch you know, how many kale buff- sandwiches I can eat. No, it's not <laughs> that. 40, 40 buffalo wings in one night. I mean, oh, God, the horror of the next day must be just outrageous. But that's between him and his bathroom. So oh, Hopefully it's good plumbing there. Um, <laughs> so we'll end it on that. Uh, Jared, you can always follow Jared on Twitter uh, uh, at WFAN Trades. Jared, thanks for coming on the podcast again. Thanks for having so me, there buddy. There is Jared yeah. at WFAN Trades on Twitter. Great guest, as always. As all guests on the Right Ticket Blues podcast. Always good when Jared comes on. We can just shoot the shit about whatever. 
and uh, I think everyone enjoys it. So uh, I just want to bring up, uh, I did not address how terrible my picks were, or fully didn't uh, address how terrible they were. In week one, I was one and two. The one win was the Giants, which were plus three and a half. I said Seattle minus seven. They ended up winning. What was the score? They ended up winning uh, by two. So obviously didn't cover there. And I said the the uh, Cardinals, which I believe is minus five, and they lost. So that's one and two. And that uh, that's not the excellence you have come to expect with the Red Ticket Blues podcast. So let's try to rebound this fucking week. All right, let's 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 go week two. All right, so there's a lot of games that I actually like, but I am uh, too petrified to actually take. Um, I like Minnesota plus two against Green Bay, but at this moment we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. Um, and the other game I liked, who was it? I liked Cleveland plus seven with Baltimore, but uh, actually, no, I do like that game. What am I talking about? The other game that I was sort of on the fence with was, uh, where the hell was it? Well, maybe that was the only one I was on the fence with. I thought there was another one. Anyway, so these are these are going to be my picks for this week. Okay, you ready? Get get ready. Get your pen. I'll wait. You have it. All right. Oakland showed a lot going into New Orleans. I don't care if their defense sucks. I they showed a lot going cross country, almost cross country with that. So they're playing Atlanta at home minus four and a half. I think that's a steal. I'm going to give me that. I'm going to give you the that's the lock of the week. That's the shoe in of the week. It's a pretty big shoe. Um. If you get that, that's a Simpsons reference. If you don't, then just continue going and you won't care. Anyways, so we got uh, Oakland minus four and a half. I like Denver minus six. I like that against Indianapolis at home. They're playing in Denver. And uh, the other pick, I'm going to take the Giants again. I'm going to roll with the Giants. Yeah, Cleveland, I liked. Josh McCown, though, uh, I don't know. Against Baltimore, Baltimore really didn't show me a ton I mean, yeah, they won, but again, yeah, they're playing the Bills. Uh, so they're playing in Cleveland. You get division game. Anything can happen. Cleveland usually stinks, and, you know, the, the, the joint just reeks. It smells. It's a foul scent. Um, but I'm going to take the Giants, minus 4.5. So we're taking all favorites this week. We got Oakland, minus 4.5, Denver, minus 6, and the Giants, minus 4.5. Those are the three picks for the Red Ticket Blues podcast. Christ almighty, let's do better than 1-2. and two. All right, if you enjoyed the show, remember you can listen on all these forums, iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and uh, Google Play. Remember to subscribe on those uh, forums. And uh, if you really like the show, if you really want to do a personal favor to me, so listen, listen up. You're going to leave a review. Just just hit the buttons. You don't even have to give a personal review. Just hit the buttons. Hit, hit the stars on all of them, on Stitcher, on iTunes. Those are the most important. So if you have an iPhone, you have no excuse. And uh, I will disown you as a human being if you don't do Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuff13 and at RedTickBlue. Stern but fair. Come on, give me a break. And with all that being said, I'm out of here.